Hey gorgeous, this is episode number 279 with the wonderful Nancy Calabrese. Hi, this is Nancy Calabrese and you are listening to Heart Cells podcast with Christine Schlonsky. Enjoy. Well, I am so super pumped to have Nancy on Heart Cells podcast today and we will be sharing with you a ton of value. Nancy is really passionate about a properly executed pre-sales process, which basically means engaging with the prospects, uncovering their needs, and turning them into qualified leads. She executes that with her brand, one-of-a-kind sales, and she is really there to support her clients with a unique approach to solve problems using the consultative selling process. So let's dive right in and hear from Nancy herself how that works and how you can make that part of your sales process. Well, I am so, so excited to have you on the show today, Nancy. Welcome. Thank you so much. Yeah, I'm so excited to have you here because we connected and we both love to talk about something that other people are fearing and that is sales. Love sales. Yeah. So I'm so excited to share you with the audience today because you've been up to amazing, amazing things and really helping people to, to sell. You found a really unique approach and, and solving problems basically by using the so-called consultative selling. So let's, let's start with this so people actually know, well, what is it? Like sales always feels like, oh, I don't want to do it. It feels difficult, hard, sleazy, pushy. But consultative selling sounds like a doable thing. Oh, you know, I think it frees salespeople from the pressure that is typically associated in that role. And the way I describe it to most people is uh, taking each and every conversation as a discovery conversation. And where it's all about the prospect and not all about me. So I can give you an example. Most traditional sales training platforms focused selling on features and benefits. So producer A will go out and G wants to get an appointment with Christine and will talk about all the great things their service or product can provide Christine and just want an appointment, right? There's no inquiry as to Christine's need or interest. What we do here and how I've been trained is by Sounding different, sounding very relaxed and non-salesy, you first have to determine, are you speaking to the right person? And second, are you in a position today to have a need for what we solve? So we don't go into sales mode. We go into collecting information. And it's changed the world. You know, years ago, I, I was trained like everybody else. Um, once I drank the sauce, if you would, it was never going back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's talk about how did you get started? I mean, did you always 
knew you were going to be in sales? Was it something that felt natural or how, how no. did you end up in sales? How did I wind up in sales? Um, you know, it's really interesting. I was thinking about this, our podcast today or a conversation. People would be shocked to know that as a young child, I was very insecure, very insecure. And that's a whole nother podcast in and of itself. <laughs> But I was always very driven and determined, but set, uh, second guessed my abilities. And um, when I got out of college, um, I, I knew I always had the knack to speak to anyone anywhere. I didn't care. I wasn't intimidated. So uh, I was told often I should go into sales, but I, I didn't take the leap until I was 30 years old. When I finally realized I had been working for a Fortune 50 company as a recruiter, and um, we had 250 jobs to fill, and I engaged three headhunters, and I divvied up the jobs. One of them proved to be the better one, and then I'm looking at all the money we're paying these headhunters, and I said to myself, I could do that. So I took the leap at that age um, and found, relocated, found a firm that gave me some training, but you were really on your own. It was sink or swim. So I guess I swam because <laughs> I'm still in it and I'm, and I'm loving it more and more each day. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I, I got into sales by accident as well. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just, I, I just love like how sometimes the You know, the vibe is aligned and the past is, uh, you know, obviously not the same, but has kind of similarities. Yeah. And, and so many people who become entrepreneurs realize, well, all of a sudden they now have a sales job. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, when you really think of it, everyone is in sales. Everyone to, to some degree is looking to persuade their husband or their children to do something. Mm -hmm. That's selling. <laughs> yeah, but they don't realize it, right? We are, we are not yeah. going, well, you know, I give you 10 bucks if you do the dishes, usually. I mean, maybe with the kids, right? But not right. with the husband. <laughs> right. No, that, yeah, but what the, the beauty of selling is selling is just a way of communication. So people that are lucky enough to be in our profession very often have studied different ways of communicating to different people. And our job as salespeople is to identify that person's communication style and then match it mm. because they love hearing themselves. Yeah. They, it allows for greater connection. Yeah, let's talk about this. So what would you say to someone who's really nervous about selling, right? They haven't really done it before, but now they're an entrepreneur and they know they have an amazing gift they want to share. How can right. they connect on that deeper level without feeling stressed or pressured, but really yeah. allowing themselves the space to, to make those connections? Yeah. You know, selling doesn't have to be this, you know, scary, scary process. And when I say process, I think that's important that anyone that is new into a sales role should 
identify either with a program or do research and develop a system internally. People tend to wing sales and it's those situations that are highly stressful. So for us, it all starts with having a process, an outreach process, but also having scripts. And it's funny, I was talking to someone yesterday, um, we both, a, another sales leader, and we both laughed because how many people in sales, even the sales pros say, well, I don't need a script, I've got it down. And I, I'm gonna tell all of the listeners that by having a script and internalizing it, right? You've got it in your head, but you started with the script. So you may not be reading it, but you've done it enough and mastered it that you know how it goes. Once you have that script in place, the real selling begins with all of the objections, right? So if you have a script that grounds you, you're good to go, your message is consistent. And then the fun is, okay, how am I gonna deflect this objection and that objection? So if you have, you, you have to develop a toolbox of everything you need and practice, practice, practice. Yeah, so what needs to be in a good script? What are the components that people should not be forgetting, especially when they are so nervous and they're starting out? Yeah. Well, two schools of thought. Most salespeople are trained to identify who they are and where they're calling from right in the first few seconds. And I, I will say, stop doing that. Yeah. What you want to do is create some curiosity so that they don't know for sure what the nature of the call is. Um, we, we call it doing something different. So I'm going to say, hi, this is Nancy Calabrese from One of a Kind Sales. And as soon as you hear it, Christine, your sales wall is going up. Yeah, I'm going to put you in some corner, right. so to speak. Right. Like my so, brain is thoughting, like, what kind of call is this? And then, right. Like, yeah. how am I going to get you off the phone? So what we do deliberately is to say, hi, Christine, this is Nancy Calabrese. And say nothing, pause, because your Christine is trying to figure out, well, Nancy, what's it about? And then what I say is, gee, you know, um, we don't know each other or um, I'm not sure my name rings a bell, didn't think it would, and you know, I, I, I'm not 100% sure you're the person I need to talk to. If you, if you give me 30 seconds, I'll tell you why I'm calling. You tell me if it makes sense to continue. Is that okay? 99% of the time, the person will say sure. Yeah, well, 30 seconds, right? That's not a big ask. No, no, yeah. no. And then we go into who I am, what we do and companies that are drawn to us, these are the issues are, do you have any interest in continuing the conversation and then just shut up? Yeah. So you give you know? options for people to drop off. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's really, um, 
a relief because I, we're also told, and I, I believe this, if there's no pain, there's no sale. So I wanna be in front of those prospects that either have a need immediately, and isn't that what every salesperson wants, or it, are they in my target audience, may not have a need, but I wanna develop a relationship with them, uh, or may have a need in the near future. So engaging with strangers, and that's basically what we're doing. And we, we use, and, and most everyone nowadays has to use the phone as yeah. a means to develop business. Uh, at, you know, when I first started, there was no video chats, right? It was just the phone. So I never saw anybody. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then eventually, if you met them, woo, you look like that. <laughs> I had no idea. But now with the video chats, it does make it more of a human conversation you know, an engagement. <laughs> yeah, totally. So have you shifted into video chats for your business? We've always done it. Oh, okay. Yeah, we, we have always, uh, since um, we founded this business in 211, it's always been virtual. We're doing more and more video chats because people, I, I believe, are more receptive to it. And if not in a first call, I really... Uh, I don't demand it, but I suggest it to give that human element because it is always fun to put a face in front of a voice. Yeah. But, you know, you could do phone sales without video. Yeah. I, I mean, I've, I've done it for over a decade and there was no video option whatsoever. And when yeah. I then started my own business, I, it, it felt a bit uncomfortable at first to mm -hmm. go really from phone where my ears were so trained to hear every single nuance to seeing the person interacting on video was, was um, a yeah. bit challenging. Um, yes. But after a couple of calls, I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. I, I can see the person. I can see you the can reaction. Do. I don't need yeah. to guess with my ears. Yeah. It's really that, uh, uh, that what got a, a notch up, I think. So when, when you reach out then actually to get that interest, that mm -hmm. you do via phone, and then if it's the right person, you do an appointment via Zoom? Um, it, the way we're set up is I've got people calling for me. They set the appointment on my calendar. And unless the prospect asks, the first conversation is a phone conversation. Now, there is a benefit to doing it via phone. Because you can have all of your cheat sheets on your monitors in front of you. When yeah. uh, we do move, if, if we move to another call, it's always a Zoom meeting unless they don't want it. And uh, the suggestion is let's do a face-to-face. -face. And what I've had to do now in the land of video chats is learn how to look at the camera, right? and do my typing over here. <laughs> yeah. And it's funny, I'm sure, you know, everybody can appreciate sometimes you hit the wrong key, you don't even remember, you have uh, like gobbledygush on uh, paper, but it, it works. You know, okay. I, I'm a big believer in having to take notes. Otherwise yeah. I, I would forget, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
So what could you suggest for people who are starting out or who are fearful of just making that connection and reaching out to people they have not spoken before? Mm -hmm. what, what, what could make this process easier for them? Well, I think you have to uh, accept that you're going to be uncomfortable for a little while. You know, you're starting brand new and anybody that starts brand new is going to be rusty. Uh, the, the way you get over that is by doing it and, and committing to doing that every day, a couple of hours a day. And by the time the first week is over, you're going to feel better. Hmm. Uh, the beauty of calling on the phone, again, is they don't have to see you being uncomfortable, right? You don't ever have to speak to that person again. It's just a phone conversation. And interestingly enough, since COVID, we have a greater connect rate that, you know, even though many people are now working from their home office, messages are being switched right there. We have found also during this time that people are receptive to, you know, talk about what's going on with COVID. It's like an icebreaker for the world. Mm. So it, it relaxes everyone. And um, by practicing it, videotape yourself, use a Zoom meeting. And if it's phone, take the video off and just play it back and back. And once you practice it, you get to perfection. You know what? I'm not a big football fan. However, Tom Brady, um, I think it's safe to say we all know him. He's a master of his craft simply because he practiced. Can you imagine Tom as a teenager the first time he threw the ball? Not so sure he was the master he is today. Yeah. So it's just an ongoing process and it's an investment in yourself because you're practicing communication skills with just new people. That's all. Yeah. Nothing to be afraid of, right? Just to no. connect. And then yeah. obviously, you know, there are introverts and extroverts and it might be a little bit easier for the extroverts to reach out But as an introvert, I just would love to invite you to give that a try because you ask really smart questions. So yeah. people will appreciate that you reach out to them having a deep conversation. Yeah. And then for those extroverts, just go and enjoy right? connecting to people. Yeah. Well, you know, that again goes back to the script. Yeah. The script will save you. You don't have, and I recommend, don't deviate from the script. Own it, practice it. Um, and, and for extroverts, here's a challenge with extroverts. If you get two extroverts in a conversation, you may never get down to business, <laughs> right? <Yeah. laughs> so extroverts have to watch themselves to be mindful that this is a business call, not a social call. Yeah. And the goal is to get to the next step. Either it's a no, even if it's a no, not now, but you want to get to that quickly. Or if it's a yes, get that appointment on the books. And 
go do your research before it and study your script. You need, you, need, you need a script for when you have the first time appointment. So, yeah, so having a script or a playbook will help. It's a tool. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember when I was still in corporate, even though you could wake me up in the middle of the night, I could tell you the script. Um, I, I still had it. Like after 12 years, I still had it in my hand for every single call, even though, you know, my eyes would just go over it. I wouldn't read it or right. but it, it was in my hands. And when I was interrupted with a question, I always knew where I left off and where yeah. I needed to come back so the person would have all the information they needed to yeah. make an informed decision. And I would yeah. not get distracted and, you know, end up somewhere else in the conversation. So this also helps you to know where you are by, you know, giving the information like what has gone out in that conversation because they might have a question and then you are off script and then, you know, maybe 20 minutes later, you don't even remember what you have said the 20 yep. minutes before. So coming back to that point, I always had that in my hand. And then I knew, okay, now we are like halfway through. And these are still the questions I need to ask to make sure I'm talking to the person um, that gets the most benefit out of this. Yeah, you know, you raised, uh, that's a great point. Uh, I don't care how experienced we are in sales. I always have my documents in front of me. And the few times I didn't, I was off my game. Mm. I was off. Yeah. Why have to, you know, if it's in front of you, it makes it easy. Yeah, it's right? like it's a trigger, right? It's something, yeah. it's like your good luck charm or whatever you might yeah. have. It's right. like when, it, when it's with you, you know you're set up for success, right? You can refer back to it. It's right there. You don't need to right. look for anything. And, <laughs> and you can just, you know, use it. Or yeah. you, you know what, you, what you're saying, but it's still there. So in case something happens, you can yeah. come back into the conversation strong and not yeah. be all over the place. Yeah. yeah, this is this is amazing. Well, just time flies, and I'm so so super grateful we have another conversation. Oh, um, wonderful! Yeah, I, I just like what what you love to leave people with, and um, obviously the links to you will be in the show notes, so everybody needs to connect with you and your work because it's really yeah. amazing, and I want people to find out about you. But what would you leave us with, and and where do you want people to go to find out more? Awesome. Uh, I want everyone to know that cold calling is not dead, not dead. There's opportunities out there and the organizations that have an outbound call campaign are getting business and maybe getting business that you could have had yourself. Uh, the world today has all become inside sales. So if you're, you're second guessing whether or not to open um, a cold call channel in your sales process, I say it's timely. People are receptive to conversations and it's, it's, it, it becomes your inside sales engine. And it should be done alongside social media marketing and email marketing. Um, cold calling is 
old school, but it's become new school. Mm. Yeah, because yeah. you do connect with a human. Yeah, it's all yeah. about the human conversation, awesome. which happens to be my podcast, and you're going to be on it real soon. I'm excited about that. So for folks that are interested in finding us, you can go to my website, oneofakindsales.com. Follow us on Facebook, One of a Kind Sales, and Twitter, at One of a Kind Sales. And certainly, if anyone is interested in speaking with me, my email address is nancy at oneofakindsales.com. Awesome. Well, thank you so, so much, Nancy. I'm looking forward to our next conversation. Me too. Speak soon. Well, I hope you really have gotten some great ideas from this episode and maybe a little spark that selling is actually just communicating and it can be so much fun and joy and you can actually have a fun conversation and turn that prospect into a happy paying client. Hop on over to christineschlonsky.com, check out the podcast transcripts, the show notes and all the links that lead to Nancy as well as her amazing free gift, you find that at christineschlonsky.com forward slash podcast or christineschlonsky and find the podcast tab. And once you're over there, sign up for the empowerment notes. That's empowerment right into your inbox where I share amazing content that I usually do not share on social media, where you get more tips, strategies, ideas, and inspiration for growing your amazing heart-centered business in a beautiful way that feels authentic and fun. Have a wonderful day wherever you are in this beautiful world and check out the next episode with the amazing Nancy where we talk about can you ditch the script. I'm saying bye for now. Bye.